Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you. Welcome to the Matcha Talk podcast with me, Samia of Sunnah Living. I am here every Monday to have a down-to-earth, real conversation with you. This is a beautiful morning. I have my warm matcha latte ready to go and a topic I'm burning to talk about. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Matcha Talk podcast. This is your host, Samia, and today we're talking about reinventing yourself as a Muslim. Also, we have a story submission for this episode, so look forward to hearing that as well. I want to begin by sharing with you how I got this reflection. So just a few hours ago, I was standing in front of the ironing board. Yes, the ironing board, even though I find myself not reaching out for it that much because I bought a little steamer and that is my friend. But for today, I really needed the ironing board because I was hemming the curtains in our bedroom. Our ceiling is actually about 96 inches long, so I had to get really, really large curtains so that they can go from top to bottom. And the reason why we needed these curtains is also very important because my husband works from different hours. Sometimes for a couple of months, he's doing a day shift, and sometimes in a couple of months, he might be doing the night shift. It's a little bit unpredictable. So one of the things I actually love about our house is the light that goes in through the front of it basically our master bedroom has beautiful windows and the light just comes in and it is the brightest and the most amazing experience I've had in a house that I've lived in so I love all the windows and did you just catch what I said about my husband being working at night sometimes he needs to be sleeping in the daytime although that hasn't happened yet but we are suspecting that it would sometimes in a couple of months so Um, All that light is actually unwelcomed and it needs to be blocked out completely. So I began to get the curtains, the black hot ones, and it was, oh my goodness, so very difficult to find because I just don't want to get any curtains. That's something that I would have done before where I'm like, you know what, I just need something temporarily unless I can find something um, really good, something that works with my style, something that I really like. Well, I no longer do that. I really want to get something that I'm going to keep for a very long time. I don't want to be replacing things too often. I really want it to be versatile and just something that I really, really like. And so we were going out to different places and it was really difficult to find a good curtain that we both liked. My husband has a different style and a different style and we eventually agreed that a grayish color would work better because this gray that I got is actually like a little bit cool but it could also be a little bit warm depending on where you put it and the major furniture piece that's going to come in hopefully within the month into our home is a really gorgeous royal blue sort of a dresser. It is a very pretty color. I saved up for that thing, I saw it, and I really tried my best to find something else that I didn't like as much as that dresser, but um, you know what? My goodness, a dresser is beautiful. So inshallah, it will be coming up soon, so I really wanted to keep the plan I have in the bedroom in mind. So we were in JCPenney for this one, as much as I wanted to get it some other ways, I just couldn't. We were in JCPenney, and we found this gray ones, blackout curtains, which were tall and they were 
um, not as expensive that I thought they would be. And it was so awesome because we went to the front desk and the lady rang the thingy and they were on sale for like 40% off. It was insane and it was a wonderful surprise that I received. So so in the end, we ended up getting those and the very same night, Hamza was excited, we hung it and we realized they were just way too long I kind of knew it already because it's really hard to match it according to your ceiling Uh, the reason is because you know when you hang the curtains they're going to be like an inch or two below the ceiling even though I tried to hang them as high as possible but you know there's still like a little bit of a difference probably an inch in my case so the curtains were great length but they just needed to be like about an inch shorter to be perfect and so My husband said something interesting. He said, when we were looking at it, and I'm just adjusting it, I realize it's too long. It's pulling on the bottom. It's it's looking strange and look, it's looking really, really weird. And he said that we really need... To, this, is, this is not how the curtains look. That's exactly what he said. And I was like, yes, it's because it's just too long. It needs to be hemmed and then it's going to be okay. And so now comes today when I finally decided to do that. Now, I just want to stop for a minute and say that I do not sew and I'm not part of that, but I don't enjoy sewing. I don't enjoy hemming and doing all the needlework. It is not fun for me. I've tried to enjoy it, but I just don't. So for this case, I was so happy because I had that stitch witchery thing for like years and um. Alhamdulillah, it is still lasting. It is still alive. <laughs> and there's a lot in there left. It, I didn't really use it that much because I just didn't really have to. And uh, if you don't know what stitch witchery is, mm, how can I explain this? It's like uh, a fabric tape. Think of it that way. And it is uh, gauzy. So it's like a little see-through material, a little bit rough. And what you do is, is you sandwich it between the fabric and you iron on top of it. And that just um, binds the fabric together and you end up binding the fabric together. So in this case, I wanted to hem the curtains. That meant I took the stitch witchery out. I laid it down, folded it over, and ironed it. And alhamdulillah, the curtains are pretty decent. They are about an inch shorter and they look so much better. And this is where the reflection comes in. Because while I was doing that, while I was ironing it, I was very surprised how peaceful it was. And like I said, I don't enjoy these kind of things. But today, it just was very peaceful. I had the door cracked open a little bit. There was window coming out. The cats were enjoying the sunlight. There was a window. There was wind coming through the door. The cats were enjoying the sunlight. It was just a pleasant experience. And I was just sitting there ironing it. And everything was not a disaster, which is always good. So I was having a really good time. And I began to think, look, the reason why we got the curtains was because... We had to block out the light, right? Like the, the sunlight had to come out uh, to be blocked. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten them now because there are other things that I would like to purchase. But, you know, we needed them. So the money went here. And the cause and the reason for it was very good. The reason that I got the curtain, it was a good, good reason. But even then, when I hung it, it just was not perfect. And it needed something else. It needed more attention. It needed to be cut and, and hemmed and folded and ironed. It required effort. A few things come into my mind when I think about this. The first thing is that when you are making an intention to do something that is good for yourself, if you want to improve in some way, if you are like, you know, I need to become better as a human being and become better as a Muslim, you take the first step forward. Now, 
it is important to recognize that it's a first step. Doesn't matter how big or how small it is, that is the first step. The progress and the journey has to continue because once you do find and you take the first step, you will realize that, hey, you know what? I have more work than I thought I did. There's more work on myself that I thought that I did. So now I need to do something else. And so don't be afraid whenever that opportunity comes that, oh my God, look, I'm doing something that is good for myself. Don't be surprised when that opens up new doors where you might be a little bit afraid. It might require a little bit more time and attention, but that is going to result in something even better. So you are always on a journey to become even better. And one step leads to another, leads to another. And eventually the curtains look beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of the things. And secondly, I just want to say that in order for those curtains to look really beautiful, I had to basically, I didn't cut anything, but I had to cut away things. The one inch on the bottom of the curtain is no longer visible to the eye. It's folded back. It's no longer there. It was, I mean, a difficult decision, right? Sometimes when you are dealing with situations in your life and you are just really trying to make the necessary changes that you need to make to improve yourself, to do something that is better for yourself, or even to do something that is self-care, it requires a scissor. Sometimes you have to cut influences, cut things that are entering into your life that are not beneficial for you, cut words that are coming out of your own mouth towards your own self. So sometimes we are so self-deprecating, you know, the way that we talk to ourselves. I know I definitely do. Sometimes I talk about myself and it is sort of a negative way that I am awful at this. I don't really get this. I have a hard time understanding this. That is a very negative way of talking to yourself. Instead, you want to say something like, I normally do this and it doesn't really work. So I want to try something else. Or I learn better or I behave better or I am just a better person if circumstances are like this. So let me work on changing those circumstances, you know, instead of putting the blame on myself, I have to think about doing it a little bit more positively, a little bit more gently, uh, you know, loving myself a little bit more. So you have to cut away things. You have to cut away influences. And that requires a lot of introspection, a lot of reflection where you're just like, what is it that is working for me? Now, if I was just going to buy the curtains and hang them on the window and just be like, okay, they're not looking very good. And I would not think about why they're not looking very good. What is the real issue here? I was just like, you know what? They just pull on the ground. I don't like them. I'm going to have to buy new ones. And I would have just returned them from the store and I would come back with a different one and they would have been too short because the size doesn't exist, you know? So it requires for me to sit down and think about what I need to do to become better and to improve and to, and to recognize this. Actually, so I started this 
monthly reflection thing PDF, right? Uh, last year in December, I released a yearly reflection PDF, which was a lot longer, a lot comprehensive. It was the first one I've done it. Alhamdulillah, it was really received very well by a lot of people. And so now I created this monthly one, which is what I'm calling a short and sweet reflection. It is available on the website and it is ready for you. You can download that PDF and you can have access to it. And the whole purpose is towards the end of the month, in this case, you sit down and you ask yourself all these questions. What worked for me? What didn't work for me? What is it that I need to remove? What do I need to add? All of those things so that you can work on your spirituality better. I find a lot of the times when we're planning and doing all those things, I mean, I know that I did, right? And I sometimes still fall into that. I am planning for this dunya. I am planning for success in this world. Um, like I just need to be better at my organization. I need to have the house like this. I need to cook like this. And I'm not really paying so much attention on my relationship with Allah. What is it that is getting in the way of it? Because I know that me and you, we both can relate on this. There's sometimes when that relationship with Allah is like a hundred times better than before. Sometimes the relationship is a hundred percent worse than before. It is it is a sad place to be at when that happens. And there's a very special reason for that, a very unique reason for that. And that is very personal. So I am the only one who knows it. You are the only ones who knows it. No one else knows that. So, you know, I wouldn't know what is going on if I just didn't sit down and ask myself about this. So while I was doing all these curtains, I was thinking about all of this, you know, that how, what an impact it did for me to sit and realize okay, I need these curtains. These are the reasons why I need them. These are the ones that I really, really want because they're going to look good into the style that I want to have in that new bedroom. And then I went and purchased, saw it, something is wrong and it spent effort on it. So I want to actually emphasize again of how much I enjoyed this process. It was just so relaxing to sit and have the steam coming out of the iron and just ironing those curtains and knowing that when I'm done with this, it's going to look really, really pretty. So it was an act of love. You know, I was not like, oh my God, so annoying. I need to cut these, but useless curtains. I cannot believe that they don't make the right size. And I didn't really start complaining, but it was like, oh, let me do this so that I can have the result that I want and so that everything will look nice as it does, you know? So this whole idea, I mean, this whole thing just made me think about a lot of this, what I told you about improving ourselves. What does it mean to improve myself? What is it? that I have to do, how do I need to approach it, and all of the things that I talked about today. Ah, what an amazing time, right? And you know, normally I, when I do things around the house, sometimes I would put on podcasts. Sometimes I just put on like a playlist on Spotify. So I really do enjoy listening to podcasts a lot more. Um, and actually not only podcasts, but books, audiobooks. I enjoy them a lot. I'm currently listening to Oprah Winfrey's, what was it called? What I know for sure. <laughs> it took me a while to get that. What I know for sure. I recently started it. I finished another one and I started this one. And oh man, I'm actually enjoying it. It's a very lighthearted read. Little bits uh, and pieces she talks about. And they're very good. This time I didn't listen to anything. I was just enjoying the experience. I was in the moment and it was wonderful. And it allowed me to think and find a way to connect with Allah while doing something that normally we wouldn't really find doing that for us in that capacity. Thank you.
This is a section for your reflection. This is where I share your reflection that you have sent to me by submitting a story on the website. The address is sunnahliving.com slash matcha hyphen talk. The direct link is in the description of the podcast and it's also in the show notes. So you just click on that, head on over and submit your story. And this sister submitted this story very recently and I was so excited. So I wanted to share that with you. She wanted to remain anonymous. So I'm going to maintain that anonymity and we're going to talk about what she said. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam sister my search to be closer to god really began with a promise to god that i will be closer to him at a moment when i was scared i was going to be killed i was being sexually abused at that moment when i made my promise i suddenly saw how i was going wrong in my life and the poor decisions i'd made to end up in that scary situation Believing that I was going to be killed, I was scared that I was leaving this life in a messy state, distant and uncaring of my family, having done nothing beneficial for myself or others, never having told my family I love them, etc., etc. I promised the creator of the universe that if he got me out of that situation alive, then I would find him and find a way to be closer to him. Alhamdulillah, he kept me alive. And of course, I forgot about my promise. And for a few years afterwards, I was feeling very tormented about my spirituality, my faith, and the religion I'd been brought up in, Catholicism. Long story short, I eventually learned about Islam and felt such a connection and peace in my heart because it was what I already believed. Yet for many reasons, I'd saved researching about Islam. Even now, when I have a problem, I still have the idea that I can solve it myself, and I have to rack my brain for hours or days and stress myself out over it. At some point, I ask myself, or, or my husband does, why not ask God? Such a simple and powerful action to make, and each time I do so, either the problem isn't half as bad as I feared, or something good and remarkable happens. We often feel that we should be able to control everything and lack of it or unpredictableness, unpredictability leads us to fear or anxiety. It's so important to remember that God controls and knows everything in our world and our lives. He knows what the best for us is and he listens to us when we raise our hands to him and ask him. He is closest to us when we are in seduce to him. Yet our own ego or incorrect order of hierarchy picked up from our cultures lead us to believe that we alone can deal with everything that comes our way in life. How dare we? We're not ignorant to God, so why do we fall into this kind of thing? Regarding time, as Samia mentioned in her last podcast, if we were told we'd be granted Jannah, we should not wish to prolong our lives to save us from making a serious sin. None of us alive now have been told this, so do we desire to keep living until we do something remarkable? What makes us think that there will ever be a chance to do that remarkable thing that might grant us the highest point of Jannah? Is this fear or wanting control coming into play again? It's not to say that I wish to die now, but if I were dying now, I would look back on my life. Inshallah, I haven't committed heinous things, and inshallah, no living thing will want to make any claims from me, and I believe that God can forgive us completely. I'm content with that as long as I die believing in God, because when you're in a position of believing you will die, so many things come to mind. And my fear is that I'll want to tell my husband I love him more and forget to say the shahada. May Allah make the right words come to our tongues, minds, and hearts when our time has come. 
I just want to pause here for a minute and say how true that is. I this is one of my fears as well. I do fear that my final words are going to be something relating to my husband. Um, I mean to you, Duas. Continuing what she said regarding time, it's interesting when we start looking at quantum physics. But it seems that time itself is ephemeral, and that time is different at different points of space, even. Subhanallah. So we think we can have a grasp of time that we're using our time well or not well, but all that matters is our actions, our intentions. So I think it's important to be content with death now, inshallah. May Allah grant us clarity to live our lives in this world with positive intentions and make us ones who remember that our purpose is to worship Him for our own sake and to keep us from the distractions of our lives and from feeling helpless when we have the best guide and comforter in Allah. Ameen. What a beautiful message and what a story and what a reflection to share. I think this was in response to the last week's episode when we are talking about death and I share with you what my view of death is and what I am experiencing it. And I really enjoyed reading the sister's uh, reflection on all of that and how she was actually in a moment earlier when she thought that this was it. I'm no longer going to make it. This is, this is how I die. Imagine, I just, subhanAllah, I can't even imagine that. And you know what, sister? I really hope that you've totally recovered from it and and how all of that somehow ended up leading you to Islam. I don't know, but alhamdulillah for such a beautiful guidance. And I hope, inshallah, that Allah rewards you for all the things that you have been through and your words and reflections that you shared with us today. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your reflection. So please submit your story and tell me what is it about that story that brings you closer to Allah. What happened at that time? What happened yesterday? What happened 10 years ago? And how it made you stop and think that there is Allah and what wisdom and what knowledge and experience I can gain from this. I would love to hear from you and I am sure that others will do too. Okay, this is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Also, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Living and on my blog sunnahliving.com where I have more content about topics similar to today. Wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Until next time, assalamualaikum.